part of the media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. So Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. Isaiah 9, 6. I'm probably out of order, Mike. I apologize. For us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The question is, do we believe that last, those last three words, Prince of Peace, right? So if we look at a couple songs and see what they say, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile, hear it until the Son of God appear, rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. Or, come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins, release us, let us find our rest in thee. Right? Or, joy to the world, the Lord is coming. Bless you. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. All those sound good, right? I didn't sing them because I'm terrible at singing. But let's look at this song. We all know this one. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay, and the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the poor baby wakes, But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Do we believe that? Hold on. He was 100% God and he was 100% man, right? So everyone that's had a child in here, has your baby cried? More than once, right? Right? So not the saying this is completely wrong, but no crying he makes. Do we really believe that? He was 100% man. 100% God. Right? So that is a little bit questionable in that song. But that's where we get to Isaiah 9, 6, where he's the wonderful wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. So he was to bring prominence back to Israel, right? He was to perhaps even world peace. Have we seen world peace? No, right? Is that what it's meant for prince of peace? The angels declared at Christ's birth in Luke 2.14, 
Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So Luke 2, 14, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. But the earth has been filled with peace. Has the earth been filled with peace since that time? No. Right? So was the prophecy wrong? Y'all already know the story. There have been wars, unrest, violence at unprecedented levels. So was the promise wrong? Was it broken? Or perhaps did we misunderstand what was meant by the promise of peace? Right? Because when we look at 9-6, wonderful counselor, we know that. Mighty God, there is no other God. Right? Everlasting Father, that's true. Us earthly fathers, we're going to fail. We're going to pass. We're going to mess up. Not him. Prince of peace. Some would say that it means personal peace. And I believe that is right, but only in the right context. Some would believe that if you allow Jesus, then all your problems and heartaches will go away. Is that true? No. So if any, you know, if any of you have discipled someone, and if you're not discipling somebody, shame on you. Okay, I'll step on some toes right here, right? Because discipleship is what's going to grow a church. Discipleship is what is going to grow the kingdom, and discipleship is what's going to sharpen you to the attacks of the enemy. But if you think about it, when, when, when a new believer or somebody that says, hey, yeah, I want to know more about Jesus and I want to know more about this personal relationship, I pray you don't tell them that, hey, once you accept Jesus, everything is what? Good. Right? It is in one spe- aspect that you're going to spend eternity with him. But when you accept Jesus, does your medical conditions go away? Does your financial problems go away? Relationship issues go away? If anything, they might what? Intensify or get harder, right? Why is that? I, I'm hard of hearing. You need to speak up. Say what? Enemy? Warfare? Because you're doing what? You're working for the kingdom. If you're not doing anything... Not saying you're not going to get attacked, but more than likely you're not going to get attacked if you're not working for the kingdom. So when you accept Jesus as your Savior, things might get harder because your life has changed. And the enemy knows that. So when, when we're talking about the Prince of Peace, we have to be careful that we don't sell it as Christ followers in the wrong context. Okay? Because the prophecy was not wrong and the promise was not broken. But this is quite true that we have probably misunderstood what is meant by Prince of Peace. Nowhere in in the Bible does it say that Jesus was born that men would lay aside their guns and shake hands and be at peace with one another. In fact, it's actually just the opposite. In Luke 
12, 51 through 53, it's going to say this. Luke 12, 51 through 53, it's going to say this. Do you think that I've come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For now, for from now on in the house, there will be five divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. That's a lot of division. Right? How can that be? The Prince of Peace has come to the earth. So think about it. Think about those scriptures right there. Do you think I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. Right? So for me and my personal, I just talked to my younger brother last night. We don't have a great relationship. He doesn't know the Lord as as his Savior. My parents don't know their Lord as their Savior. There's division. There is division. Is it healthy division? I don't know. Do I want to love on them? I want to love on them. Do I want them to have peace? I want them to have peace. But you know who they're chasing? Or what they're chasing? They're chasing the Joneses or the money. When we, when we, we left Florida 11 years ago, my parents had no earthly idea what we were doing. I mean, we didn't either. We were following the Lord. But they didn't understand. Four years ago, when, when I told my parents that we were stepping away from a corporate job, insurance, a regular paycheck every two weeks, my dad, who can't read or write, said, there's thousands and millions of people looking for work and you're throwing away a job. Yeah, pretty much. Is there division? Is division healthy? Once again, I don't know the answer to that. But we're called to be set apart. We're called to be holy, to be set apart, to be different from the world. Right? Are we prepared for that? Are we prepared for what 53 says? They will divide father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Are we prepared for that? Are you ready to stand with the Prince of Peace? Are you willing to stand with the Everlasting Father? Because it's no fun. I know many families that are torn apart because of this Prince of Peace. The Scripture says it. And what Bobby had is, this is the talking about the division that can result from the gospel as we follow Christ. Right? It's no fun. Everybody wants Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know. We want to sing Kumbaya around the table. Because we want it to be, what? Nice. We want it to be comfortable. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. But has the gospel been watered down to make those family gatherings 
better? Has the gospel been watered down for us to play nice? That's not what we're called to do. Luke 12, 51 says it. Wherever my notes are. Do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you rather division. So think about that. Just think about it. What does that mean to us? So if the Prince of Peace is not bringing global peace, what kind of peace is he bringing? What kind of peace? Some would say rather it means... Oh, man, I'm all messed up. Um... Some will believe that if you follow Jesus, I already did that. I apologize, folks. Uh, my wife told me not to go off because if I start chasing rabbits, we'll be here till 5 o'clock when uh, the other service comes tonight. Um, <laughs> but again, you will not find that in the Bible. I've been teaching this to the youth for a while. Luke 9, 23. This is not one of the banners you'll see at the football game. This is not one of the banners you'll see on the eye makeup under the sports players. You won't see a t-shirt probably made of this. But Luke 9.23 is something I've been really stressing to the students about. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. We don't want to see that. Right? You want me to deny myself? You want me to deny my family? You want me to deny whatever? And take up my cross daily and follow me? What? That's absurd. That's what he's called us to do. That's what he called us Christ followers to do. That's why he sent this little baby. To this world. Where are you struggling at in that verse right there? How many of us would like to wear that on our forehead? Right? And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. What have you denied yourself of this week? Think about it. It's Christmas. Donuts. Someone say donuts. I love it. I love it. But think about it. I just had a great conversation in the back with, 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 with a couple. And, and it's the Christmas season. So everyone's home under this tree is probably full of what? Presents. And I, I think I can scour around and I'd say that everyone here is extremely blessed. Extremely blessed. And if you still have kids in the house... They have more stuff than they know what to do with or where to put it, right? And so as we've been out shopping this past month or two months, or if you're a hoarder for your lifetime, let him deny himself. America has more credit card debt than any country in the world. Why? Because we can't live by Luke 9.23. Deny himself, right? And, and, and we want we want presents for our 
kids. We want presents for our mother-in-law that we have strife with. We want presents. We do. But are we willing to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow him, and just lead with Jesus? Yesterday I had a shirt. I got a shirt as a present when we were out in Utah. Um, Jesus is enough. Doesn't get any simpler. Right? He's the Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father, Mighty God, Wonderful Counselor. So guess what? Jesus is enough. If we don't understand that, Mr. Joe is going to be starting a discipleship class. Come see Mr. Joe. We have to understand that. We have to understand Luke 9.23. We have to be able to live by it. We have to be able to teach it to our children. We have to be able to live it out. I was talking to Joe this morning, and, and he said, hey, you got to practice it, right? So if you're into sports, you play baseball, you shoot, you play basketball, you play football, it's college bowl season right now, so you see the kicker out there. If he doesn't practice kicking field goals, guess what? He's going to miss a lot, right? If we don't practice Luke 9.23, guess what we're going to become? Selfish. The Prince of Peace. Um, so was it global peace? Personal utopia? What is the promise of the Prince of Peace? If we turn to Ephesians 2, 13 and 14. Ephesians 2, 13 and 14. But now in Christ Jesus... Who you once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have now been brought near. By your own works? By what? The blood of Christ. Can we do it by ourselves? Addiction, can it be beat by itself? You know, hoarding, can it be beat by itself? No. Gluttony, can it be beaten by itself? No. By the blood of Christ. Once again, we don't want to hear that because there's a million and one self-help books out there. A million and one. If you just do these 18 steps, you'll be a successful entrepreneur. I don't know. Maybe you'll sell some items, some widgets. But, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Christ. For he himself is our peace. Who? He himself is our peace. Who has been made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Think about that. For he himself is our peace. Women, 
Guys, speaking only on my own terms, I mess up a gazillion times. My mouth goes way faster than my brain. Okay? Just saying. Sometimes I don't have the best bedside manners. And sometimes it's not a unibrow I have. It's angry eyebrows. Okay? So if my girls or when I was in the corporate world, if my eyebrows were touching, they would say, Dad or Jeff, why do you have the angry eyebrows? Right? It's because I, wa- <laughs> I wasn't focused, right? I wasn't near to him, and I would get all off track, right? And, and for us guys, you know, we have to make sure that we're living this out, right? But now in Christ, who have once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace, right? We have to understand that we can't do it by ourselves, And we have to understand that sometimes we have to let things go and let God take control, right? For he himself is our peace. We all out there with grown children, you know. That's why I like these three six M's, right? You got an older, a middle, and a younger couple. Three couples, all in different life stages. But they get together and share wisdom, knowledge, experiences, child-rearing, debacles, whatever it might be. But for you that have children still in home, under 18, love on them. Love on them. So it's going to go back to for he himself as our peace. For us to have older kids, it's tough to understand that peace because we struggle. We struggle with choices they're making, maybe. It's tough. But for once again in 14, for he is our peace. In Colossians 1 19 through 20. Colossians 1, 19 through 20. It's on the board. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things. Not some things, all things. Whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of His cross. Once again, making what? By what? The blood of the cross, right? Not nothing we can do. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. But the blood of his cross. And as Christ's followers, we have to understand that. We have to bask. Just in the last song that Ricky sung, sang. Hey, guys, it's a small church. I can hear everything. (laughs) Oh, God. Lord, thank you for saving a sinner like me. Um, Whatever we just did up here, we worshiped. But, Lord, you are so awesome. But 
one of the one of the verses was you were on your knees on your knees please don't answer how many of you have been on your knees this week right we shouldn't have to have an example but just those verses you were on your knees Think about it. We want the Prince of Peace. We want the Wonderful Counselor. We want the Mighty God. We want the Everlasting Father. But are we willing to, Luke 9, 23, deny ourselves, get on our knees, and ask Him for guidance, direction, and peace? Or are we too proud Are we too proud of a society to admit that we're weak so he can be strong? Are we too proud of a society to believe that the Prince of Peace has forgotten everything that he prophesied, forgotten everything that he's guaranteed, forgotten everything that he has told us? Are we too proud to get on our knees, be transparent, be humbled, and ask for that peace? Right? So don't, please don't answer. But if you haven't been on your knees, maybe that's where we should start. The news kills me all the time, right? If there's a tragedy in our country, you know, the news, you know, oh, we, we got to come together as a nation and pray. Where was that the other 364 days? Right? As parents, Are we living an example of this? Are we being an example of that song on our knees? Right? Are we? I got to hurry up. Um, Romans 5.1. Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, not through Jeff Grant's works. Right? We got to get out of that mindset because none of us have hit the mark. That's why this 100% God, 100% man, that's why it was here because all of us have missed the mark. Okay? Um... This is the fulfillment of the prophecy. This is what meant this is what was meant when God promised the prince of peace. And this is where the very hope we have this morning in a world filled with war and strife. And this is the very hope we have this morning in our own little personal world where there might be chaos and hurt. Right? Because if you don't have chaos, if you don't have hurt, if you don't have Issues at your house? Hey, can Jeff Grant come live at your house? Because I would love to be adopted by you and just live in that utopia. Okay? So, once again, I didn't see anybody's hands go up. So, I guess I'm stuck. Miss Jerry, you're stuck with me for a little bit. You're stuck with me for a little bit longer. Um, 
Look at the promise of Christ as he headed towards the cross. John 14, 27 says this. Peace I leave with you. What is he leaving with us? Peace. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be, neither let them be afraid. Peace I leave, my peace I leave, not the world's, right? Not the world's peace because right now the world is in chaos. They don't want to admit it. The world is in chaos. I just saw Rory and I were watching TV last night. Um, what was it, Roy? Every hour, five, or maybe every minute, I don't know. Every hour, I think. Every hour, five individuals are dying from open, the open door. There you go. Epidemic. Five lives every hour. Isn't that crazy? Not as the world gives you, do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Now, once again, that's not saying, hey, let's not worry about the chaos that's going in the world. Let's not stay in our Christian bubble. Let's not sit there and just say, hey, kumbaya inside a cornerstone that everything's good right here. Because we gave away toys yesterday. We fed people. We're going to have a candlelight service tonight. That's great. But guess what? There's people dying going to hell outside right now. I'm a little bit more brash. I'm a little bit more black and white than maybe Bobby's going to bring the message. Right? Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. We have to, as Christ's followers, we have to ask the Holy Spirit to move in us, give us wisdom, give us knowledge, give us strength, give us endurance to run this race. Right? Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives you, do I give to you. Peace. But we can't continue to live in our Christian bubble and go everything is good. Right? Because the world is broken. We're all broken, like Humpty Dumpty. Right? Except for the soldiers didn't put us back together. The cross put us back together. Right? That's an awesome awesome example, isn't it? That the kingsmen put Humpty Dumpty back together. That death on a cross put our lives back together. Okay? I'm hurrying. John 16, 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In who? In Jesus. Right? In Jesus. Not in the sports world. Not in the music world. Not in the corporate world. Not in the chicken world. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. It's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Our lives have to be immersed in Him. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. 
And that's the message us as Christ followers have to land. Is that, hey, there is going to be tough times. There is going to be chaos. There is going to be problems. But it's all been settled on the cross. It's all been settled. So back to the, the Luke where there's division. But we come full circle back to this one. But I, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that's the message us as Christ followers have to be giving to our lost friends. Not condemnation, not that you, you're, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. But we have to live, do it with love. We have to sit there and bring it all back to, together that, yes, it's chaos, but he's settled it all. I have overcome the world. It doesn't get any simpler than that. In Jeffology, this is it. So tomorrow is Christmas. Right? There's going to be a lot of presents, a lot of gifts under the tree. And this Prince of Peace, for unto us a child is born, To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So think about it this way. All of us have an opportunity, all of us Christ followers, have an opportunity to put our head on the pillow every night and lay all of our troubles, all of our worries, all of our chaos at the foot of Jesus. We get to wake up the next morning and open, bless you, and open a gift, a present of a new day. But as we like to bring the garbage of yesterday into today, right? So that Prince of Peace doesn't have the opportunity to work because we want to bring the garbage of yesterday into today. That's why it's called the present. Because it's a gift from God. It's a gift from God. The Prince of Peace. So how are you going to tangibly put that in your life today? How are you tangibly going to use that in your friend's life today? How is your life going to be seen different to those around you? Because we have the Prince of Peace Living inside of us. Right? Those are the things we have to we have to come to grips with. Those are the things that we have to understand. Ricky, you can come on. We're gonna Those are the things that we're we have to understand is how can we, how can our lives reflect the S O N to the world? Right? When someone meets you. They should say you're different. Not Jeff different. I don't know what that means, but a lot of people say it. So I'm praying it's good. Um, but our lives should be a reflection of the S-O-N. Right? I posted this the other day on Facebook. I've only seen snow a couple times. Right? And we were blessed with the opportunity to go out. Um, Sherry's brother 
And uh, they started a church out in Utah to, uh, to minister to the Mormons, right? And, and so we got to go out there to help them. They were kind of struggling with just not a lot of people are coming. And so we wanted to go out there and be encouragers and help them uh, one week in the ministry. And uh, I got to go out and see big mountains, right? I mean, this is like big mountains. I was like, whoa, these are big. Um, and I like to run. I like to get out and run, but their house is at 4,800 feet. And so I get out there to run, and I'm like, <gasps> two miles was enough. I came back. Not to mention it was like 20 degrees outside. Um, but we got to go skiing. We were allowed, we were blessed with the opportunity to go skiing. And just to get up there when the sun came and that sun <laughs> hit that snow and came right back on my eyeball, I'm like, whoa. That is bright, right? But that's the reflection of the S-U-N, right? We need to be the reflection of the S-O-N, right? And it goes back to this Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6. This is where we're going to close. We're going to sing one song. Um, Isaiah 9, 6. For us, for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. If you don't understand that Prince of Peace, hey, please see me. Please see Pastor Bobby, one of the elders. We'd love to to dive into that a little bit more with you because the world is chaos. The world is full of hurt. Just because you're a Christ follower doesn't mean you're immune to the hurt. But we just have to look at it differently. We have to know that we have a counselor there. We have the everlasting Father. We have the Prince of Peace. Right? And as we go into this Christmas, tomorrow is Christmas Day, and the birth of a little baby, that I pray that each one of us would be able to share that with our family, what it means. And that we have that living inside of us. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We have that living inside of us. He's right here. We can do it. We just got to have faith. Childlike faith. Mustard seed like faith. We just got to have it. So we're going to pray. We're going to sing one song. Um, and then I'll do some announcements in a minute. I'll tell me, Father, Lord. Lord, thank you for using... simple guy like me, Lord, to get the opportunity to share the good news of the gospel, Lord, how awesome is that? Lord, the Prince of Peace, Lord, you called us to be divided. Lord, are we ready? Are we ready to be Luke 9.23? Lord, is Cornerstone ready to be Luke 9.23? Lord, your word says it very clearly. Lord, we looked at many scriptures today. Lord, what it means, Lord, for our hearts not to be troubled. Lord, it's been won on the cross. Lord, the blood is what gives us peace. Lord, that all that, Lord, that we could use that in our week to come. Lord, that this sermon, this message wouldn't be for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, just for today. 
Lord, these applications, Lord, your scripture, Lord, us on our knees would become daily. Lord, be with Bobby and Carly. Lord, be with them. And Lord, just be with Cornerstone, Lord. Fill this room, Lord, as we have a candlelight service tonight. Lord, for Christmas Eve service, Lord, just be with us. Lord, as those cars are driving on Highway 11 right now, Lord. Lord, we pray that they would come to know this Prince of Peace. Lord, that that sign out there that says Cornerstone Church, Lord, that, Lord, for that car that's driving by right now. Lord, you would move inside of that car. Lord, whether it's Cornerstone or some other church down the road, Lord, that that car that just drove by, Lord, if they don't know you as Lord and Savior, Lord, they would say, hmm, what's that tingling? Lord, we pray for those cars. Lord, we pray for the hurt in this church right now. Lord, we pray for all those toys that were given away yesterday, all those omelets, pancakes that were cooked. Lord, they were cooked with love. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, use Cornerstone in a mighty way. Lord, we love you and we praise you. All God's people said, Amen. Will you please stand? Thank you for listening today. We hope this message was a blessing to you. To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.